0: Dan, what are your thoughts? It's, um... Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim... In this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. You don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send, send dreamers back for no re- reason. <laughs>
1: Uh welcome to Chloe across America. Like you, I feel hoodwinked and bamboozled after watching that clip of Van the con man Jones. I am not here for Ms. Jones, y'all. I'm not here for them crocodile tears. And I feel like his antics have just encapsulated all that we are going through this week. That is why I'm so excited for tonight's episode of Roasting the Headlines, because I'm not here for the shenanigans, okay? I'm fed up, through, done, tired, frustrated, annoyed. I can't even go out and really celebrate the way I want to celebrate because we're still in a pandemic. They about to shut down the New York City public schools again fact they shouldn't have never opened up schools in the first place because kids are nothing but walking disease bags all right and now we got to sit around thanksgiving via zoom and act like we grateful for a bunch of stuff which we should be grateful for but like let's not also ignore the fact that thanksgiving was really like the last supper for native americans because they got killed by genocide and like you know bacteria and virus and all the stuff that we're dealing with like, okay cool so we're gonna act like we don't know what's really going on this time of year but i'm excited for tonight's show. Cause I didn't even really plan it this way. But we have an all-woman panel this evening. And I'm not saying it like give it up for the ladies, but I'm just excited to hear what black women have to say about the state of affairs and this here world that we live in because it's a lot going on. I'm excited. All right. Before I even get started, I want to say hello to all the beautiful Clo Americans. Are we still calling ourselves Clo Americans? The beautiful Clo Americans who are here this evening. The chat is a blaze and let's see who started here first. Uh, none other than Mr. Gabe Nelson himself. Hey Gabe, how are you, darling? And who hates our fonts? Gabe, I don't design the fonts. That that's Tim. If you don't like the fonts, that's him. All right. Jennifer, hello, welcome. Our early queen. Thank you for being here. And Bryces of course, you know, I'm doing my romper room real quick. I'm trying to go through and make sure I didn't skip anybody. Gabe Bryce's and Jennifer with key camp for a really long time. I don't know which I was talking about, taxes and funeral arrangements for this country when it's cool go down. I don't know. Hey Allison, how you doing? Welcome. Hey Zay, good to see you. Demera, what's up? Yes, Sarah. Welcome. Good to see you again. And also shout out to Darren. What's up? How you doing? Okay, I think I got everybody. Okay. Let's get ready. So let me tell you about where I am in my life. Um, I am officially a sports bra only type of woman right now. Like I try to put on a regular bra with an underwire and wanted to kill myself. So if you see these red straps peek through my black shirt, it is not, it's, a, it's a sports bra. Because you got to be ready to run. And these titties got to be strapped down for the apocalypse. So everything that I do from this moment forward, I'm always thinking in the back of my mind, whatever outfit I'm wearing, is it running from zombies and or militia friendly? I am never wearing high heels ever again in life unless I'm being paid to and I have a chauffeur and I don't have to go far. But other than that, you will be seeing me in some 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 sneakers and a sports bra. Don't ask me why I look like I got one titty. None of your business. I got on a sports bra, okay? We at war. It's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide from ever, okay? Shout out to my deep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Let's get this show rolling. Our first guest this evening is a real one. It is 3 a.m. where she is at, and she is here with us this evening, sipping her tea so she can get ready for this next hour of conversation. Please welcome to the show the super funny, hilarious comedian, Dana Alexander. Hey, Dana. Hello. How are y'all doing? (laughs) He was like, yeah, it's 3 a.m. here. Um, Dana, thank you so much for agreeing to do the show. You are currently where for the people? So they know,
0: but London, England,
1: London, zone, zone zone
0: five.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the zones about? Is that for coronavirus or just in general?
0: Just like zone one is in the center. Then it goes zone two, zone three, zone four. So I'm in like, I'm in the, I'm in the burbs.
1: Okay. So how's a how's it, how's a pandemic treating y'all out there in zone five?
0: We're on lockdown. I'm on day seven of lockdown, but the schools are still open. I don't know how the hell that's gonna work. Wow! Oh, they so they, they
1: just running. relocked down the city again.
0: Yeah, we had um, 35, 30 over thirty thousand positives just yesterday, and six hundred deaths just yesterday.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, I mean we 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 beaten y'all. Not to not to sound like a, a typical American, but we we got y'all on them numbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but y'all are five times bigger than
1: us, isn't it? Yeah, but it also the the thing is, America is five times bigger than London, however, or England. However, we are not even densely populated through and through. So these numbers really shouldn't even be as bad as they are because most of the country is grassland and or cattle farm and ranches. Like really, when you think about like the per square capita population, like these numbers is ridiculous. You know, like think of densely populated countries like India or China, and our numbers are wet, worse than theirs.
0: You have Girl. to remember, you guys are actually testing. You know, it took me forever. to. You know how hard it was to get a test in August and things like that?
1: But y'all got yeah. free healthcare. Why did it take so long to get a test?
0: No no, no, no. I had some gigs in Dubai. You don't even know. I had to get a test to get on the flight. To even get a test privately, they couldn't even guarantee when it would come back. So I had to go through the NHS. I had to pretend I had symptoms. They sent me two towns away into a field and I they didn't even give me my
1: results back. Oh, I guess you good then. That's like that's how every nigga get the HIV test. It's like I went to the dentist, he said I was good. He was like, you know you can get tested for HIV at the dentist, right? <laughs> so if you didn't get the results back, girl, you good. <laughs> Dana, do you have any podcasts? Do you have any shows? People can check you out. Where can people support your comedy?
0: Do you know what's so funny? I've been working on a cookbook. And so now that I have somebody to feed, I've just been trying recipes every single day because I wrote this book, but now I have to actually go through the whole process of cooking everything. Oh yeah.
1: You got to test it out. Mm -hmm. Well, you sound like a good quarantine partner. So what is the name of this cookbook and when can we check out for it?
0: The global family cookbook. It's basically a cookbook designed to make kids less racist. Um, Yes, um, sorry, but even food is appropriated. But I remember my little cousins. um, One thing I liked about Canada, I think the biggest catalyst when it came to, you know, getting everybody together was food. Music is another one, right? Like, I think the joke I always had about like being in Canada, as soon as you come to our border, we're like, what food do you have? Do you know what (laughs) I mean? But my little cousins were starting to make, you know, racist remarks about Eastern Europeans because they're hearing it all around them in the neighborhood. I said, What are you talking about? Polish people? You don't know about Polish people? We're gonna learn about Polish people tonight. And it started as a project with my little cousins. They loved it. Can we do the cookbook Can we do the cookbook? So yeah, I spent years cooking with them, which is stressful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a dope concept. Yeah. And this is up from my friend Brooke in the sh- in the comments. She's like, "That's a dope concept. See how amazing Black women are, true and true." And also, Brooke has young kids, so please let her know when she can get that cookbook because yes. she, she has little uh, chefs in her home. All right, Dana, thank you so much for being here. Let's bring our next guest to the show. Our next guest, uh, a Brooklyn girl such as myself. Um, She's an amazing TV writer. She has a great podcast and she's always cussing motherfuckers out on Twitter. Please welcome to the show, Ray Sani.
2: Hi. (laughs) That makes me sound cooler than I am. I'm Uh, sad online too much and I get mad at every comment
1: is no the thing is not only do you get mad at every comment is that you invite the chaos and I'm like how, do- how does she have the patience for this because I don't <laughs> you really be like yes I cuss and I kiss my mother with this mouth fuck you and your mama too next and I'm like damn mate, it's 2pm <laughs>
2: Which means that it's 11 a.m. where I am, and that makes it even more shameful. (laughs) Um, I don't know, you know, I just feel like I have all this like restlessness. We all stuck in the house, you know? I have all this aggression and restlessness to get out. I'm not having sex. I don't think anybody without a partner pre-pandemic is, right? And so- No, not really, no. So I need a place to put all this energy and it's trolls on Twitter.
1: And you thrive, honey. You be thriving. I'm like, I don't you know what it is. It's, it's one of those things. It's like once you peel back the wall on like going after trolls, you you just that's just your new identity now. Like it's hard for you to function as a person who's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it because every day you're going to be <laughs> like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it today and tomorrow. Like you can't retreat after you go for the jugular. So you out I'm, there, girl. I'm a,
2: and I'm a very prideful Nigerian girl. So like if somebody says something about me that I don't think is true or like is disrespectful. There's nothing in me that just wants to mute and go like mute the person or black them. Like I have to say something. I have to say something. I'd be trying, I'd be trying to put my phone away. I'd be trying to, um, I deleted the app from my phone after one of those um, days of being called the N word and ugly and fighting everyone who did. I was like, you gotta chill. So We'll see. I just put the app back on the phone.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, you ain't you ain't skip no beats with that app off your phone. I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even notice that the app was off your phone the way you was going back and forth. everybody (laughs) is
2: aware now that I'm a lame with no life. Is
1: what that. Um, And what is the name of your podcast people can check out?
2: Oh, it's called the deliberation. Um, it's with me and my friend Jaquees Neal. What we do is we just recap the challenge. If you guys are fans of the Real World and Road Rules, they you remember when they came combined and made the challenge. And now the challenge is on season like thirty six, and, so and I are recapping it. It's really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love your uh, reality TV um, re- recaps. They're really good. I don't even watch most of the shows, but I look at your recaps and I feel like I was there. <laughs> So thank you. Um, and last but certainly not least, here with me in New York City, this amazing comedian. I'm so glad she's able to do the show. Um, such a joy. Um, please follow her on Instagram. You can see her on Onika Comedy. Please welcome Onika McLean. Hey. How are you? Let me go
3: higher Sorry. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, you look good. She's like trying to get on top. <laughs> How are you guys? Hey ladies. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just chilling out in the coronavirus pandemic.
1: Listen, there's so much.
3: We supposed to quarantine again? Like we got to be in the house at ten o'clock
1: again? Yes.
3: No ten people. What happened? We were. we
1: were good. no we was not doing good Pe- people don't listen people don't listen once they stopped making a stand online to get into the supermarkets people thought shit was sweet once they started building all these little restaurant huts outside and then they started adding space heaters and another layer to make
3: a wall it's like i might as well be sitting inside yes it's true it's true i was like yes i was like i wasn't quarantined and now they're like you can't go to thanksgiving like no thanksgiving i can't see my
1: grandma but this is bull crap no i mean but this certain same with family members you kind of low-key glad like oh man i wish i i wish i could but you know this corn
3: you know i'm older i got i got underlined
1: all right so listen we have a great show um really quickly dana people saying that you're too low do you have plug-in he- headphones that you can use let's try that again i do have
0: plug-in headphones that i can use let's try that Hear me okay. Is that better for them? I can speak a little bit louder.
1: Um, you sound good now, but if you want to try the headphones, you can try the headphones, and if not, we can take them off.
0: Okay, cool.
1: All right, cool. All right, I'm gonna get into the first story. All right, um, so America, um, we kind of have a president like this is, I feel like this is like some legit like squatter (laughs) shit. Um, (laughs) trying to figure out like. Who is our president? Um, Who are we like pledging pledging allegiance to? Um, One thing is for sure. He who shall not be named is really not trying to pack his shit up. And so much so that his next con, this is his next con. Go to the next one. This is his next con. He has lost. We already know he's lost. He's a he's a loser. I love saying that he's a loser. I can't wait to see him one day in the street and call out you a whole fucking loser for, from my Prius as I speed past him selling golf uh clubs. But not only is he a loser, he's still a comment. And this is the thing that people don't understand. He's still a comment. So his newest con is this. He is sending notices to his mailing list saying that you need to donate so that we can investigate how this election was stolen. But now people have done their own investigation and they said that if you donate less than $8,000 to his fund, they get to pocket that money. So they're only using any donation that's over $8,000 to help fight this election defense that they're going around the country saying that they were robbed. But if you donate less than $8,000, which most people are going to donate like 20 bucks, 10 bucks, $8, bucks, they it all that money. How, do, how Ray, how people not notice? I mean, I know we New Yorkers, but
2: like how people don't notice a scam? Listen, I have... Well, they don't want to notice a scam. It's so crazy what m- white men get away with. It's like, oh, you know, nobody double checks money when a white dude asks for it. Nobody double checks wh- where it's going when they ask for it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And why is it legal for him to pocket the money in the first place? Okay. When, when, when they want to scam, the, when rich people want to scam, they can scam and they can do so legally because that's legal. What it looked like. Nobody told me it was illegal. I would believe you if it wasn't legal, because he's been doing illegal stuff this whole time. But like, it's astonishing that he can do it. It's astonishing that people will let him get away with it. And you're a fool for thinking that he deserves any of your money, election recount or not. What? 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 Wouldn't the state pay for that? I mean, I just don't understand.
4: Yeah.
1: So basically here in America, if the uh if the votes are within a certain margin, right? Like like hundreds of votes or like certain percentages difference, then yeah. the state will pay for it. But if you're out of that window where it looks like it's too close, then you, the candidate, have to pay for it. And so that's what they said in Pennsylvania. The governor of Pennsylvania was like, listen, we're not we not paying for this. So if you want to pay for it, you need to pay for it. So that's how they started saying, Oh, help us don't donate to the recount fund. And Dana, are they laughing at us over there? In in London, are they laughing at us? And I, we have been laughing. You didn't see that baby blimp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've been laughing, but we we have our own clone of Trump here. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Our yeah. prime minister referred to black people as pickaninnies with watermelon smiles. Oh yes, he did. Yes, when? He did. Oh, this was maybe he used to run a newspaper oh. and he wrote it. in print. Then he referred to um, Muslim women in hijab as letterboxes.
4: I told y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't I can't and that and that is what happens is that they get to run a country even though people know that they're wildly racist and problematic Mm -hmm. and are lying about their income Onika like Mm -hmm. I know you still you still got a nice fancy day job but like if somebody was on your day job saying that they was taking money and you didn't see nothing coming from the money
3: yeah but yeah but you know what it is he's been doing this what are we talking about why why is anybody like I, he's not gonna leave the office he's not can you guys hear me yeah yeah I can hear you yeah he's not gonna leave office right he's just he he's not gonna concede he's gonna take this to he till the wheels fall off I'm telling you got somebody gonna have to like pop him to get him out that office he's not leaving he's like I did not lose it was too close so yeah it was too close and now he's like Listen.
1: I was, I was at a moment and I think subconsciously that's why I'm like wearing black. And I was like, we all wear like, most of us wearing black. I was like, subconsciously, I feel like we feel like, like, I don't know. I can't really celebrate. I, something just don't feel right in my black woman spirit. Right. Um, something- Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I and then I was kind of consoled, like my, my nervousness was kind of consoled because someone on the internet, I know this sounds crazy, but someone on the internet, it was a veteran and he was tweeting. He was like, listen, the military is never going to listen to him. Like if he said military come barricade me in this White House and shoot anybody that crossed the line, the military is like, we're not, we not doing, like that's not what we're here for. Um, so they were like, and also the military won't inter interject. So they were saying that the Secret Service are the people who will get him up out of there. So like if January 20th, if he's not packed up and out of that white house, the secret service will get him up out of there. And I was like, Oh, okay. But then I also remember seeing an episode of a uh, scandal where one of the secret service people like killed the president's kids. So I was like, I don't really know if
2: I can trust
1: the secret service. Do you remember
2: the episode where he killed the son on the stage? <laughs> of course I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was that was like when scandal started really going off the rails like it started mm-hmm. off off the rails but it was like after season four or something
1: yeah that's when i stopped when i went is- when uh when when her and the president was having sex in like the 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 the, the phone room with all the like the databases <laughs> and the servers i was like get me out of here
3: <laughs> no, but i heard ben say something ben Johnson said something about there's two ways to uh uh, win the election and he can just like follow those lawsuits and not concede and then it can go to the House of Representatives and then he could stay I, I feel like yeah. I feel like
2: people are um, telling us all the processes to like you know get us to calm down and breathe a little bit or make us more anxious depending on the angle they present these things because they need us to pay attention like I've never been more calm about anything in my life which is like Maybe I should probably be more scared because I feel this calm, but like, I just don't like, you can't not leave the office. Like it just can't happen. And I know he's responsible for a lot of firsts, you know? I know, I know, but it's not gonna be, oh, this president gets to steal the presidency of a distinguished white man. Now, if somebody like, like, he took the presidency from Barack Obama. It was, this is backlash. This is revenge. And backlash and revenge are cold and vicious. And, like, you know, it's big. But yeah. white people are tired of him, okay? There are enough white people tired of him. And, like, he's not taken from Barack. And so there isn't, like, the, the same kind of, Excitement on the part of other people. Yeah. This is a man denying a distinguished white man. His yeah. So this
1: crime. is this is essentially white on white crime is what we're witnessing oh, right now. Yeah.
2: And don't white crime offends white people like a lot less, and it doesn't, and they're less riled up about it than they are about like fucking white on black harm.
0: They wanted to see yeah. him
2: fuck Obama up, you know? Yeah. Sorry, can mm-hmm. I swear? I,
0: swear. I, I, I mean, in my opinion, I don't know why any of you are surprised. This is just the same as birtherism, right? He's never, no one has told him no for 74 years. How How the hell did he get there in the first damn place? Yeah. That's what oh, Please, that's how. I my don't feel. even know what to say. Are you surprised? I'm actually, I'm
2: not. I'm actually shocked too, because I know a lot of New Yorkers say this, but Chloe can attest to this. We thought the nigga was a clown decades Way ago. Way Like, that- the fact that... So I watched The Apprentice, The Celebrity Apprentice, because I watched mm-hmm. every trash reality show that's ever aired. But, like... He was, a, like, he was a joke. He didn't even do the show. It would be other people. He would have like counselors or advisors. They'd oversee the project. The only thing he was there for was the like boardroom scene. Yeah,
1: it.
2: He's never been what, a serious what, guy to us. And I'm like, why is he serious to man? you? All? I believe but he's not serious to anyone. But you
0: have to beg NeNe Leaks for something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. he
2: but was in the boardroom pitting like Kenya Moore and Vivica Fox against one another why was he taken serious
1: yeah it was a mess yeah. you know who else Uh, now can't be taken seriously so the 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 other part of him still floating around saying that he's president is now and also having technically lost to Joe Biden by several electoral votes is now celebrities want to have this kumbaya moment. And Mm so Miss Katy Perry, um, they out here wanting us to uh, forgive and forget. And I'm saying never forgive and never forget if someone voted for him. You hold their feet to the fire until they breathe their last breath. This is what Katy Perry had to say on Twitter. She said, and I quote, The first thing I did when the presidency was called is text and call my family members who do not agree and tell them I love them and am here for them. Hashtag family first. Call your family today. Happy Sunday. Now, I just want to point out that Katy Perry has over 10 million followers. Is that correct, no, I'm sorry. She has over 108 million followers. 108 million followers on Twitter, and this tweet only got 55 thousand
4: likes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Onika, what know. do you have to say about this, Onika? I think that uh, I understand where she's coming from because she's like has some kind of Christian background, but it's too much and it's too soon. Like we as Black people always forgive everything. I think that we need to just stay with this petty and actually the only time I'm going to forgive any of this stuff is if we start talking about real, really getting reparations.
0: There you go. I want
3: to have a real conversation because I'm going to need somebody to run me my bread. Like <laughs> I'm need somebody to run me my bread, America. Like we don't, we don't talk about that part. Like we can, if you can give somebody $600 that has never made money in their life, 600 extra dollars a week, and then just give everybody out of the blue $1,200, you could give us 400 dollars a month reparations, put some research into, I don't know, stem cell research, uh, my edges. Uh <laughs> you know, like if that ails us, like, come on, B, like, stop. So Did you say, did you say, did you say we need a keloid fund for the black community in America? <laughs> yeah, wow. You don't see no white ladies with keloids hanging off that. that's a black thing. Like, help us out, sick of cell, like even real stuff, give us something.
1: You ain't lying, Dana. What you think from over yonder?
0: What do you think? Well, in the words of um, Reggae dancehall queen Patra from the '90s, mm-hmm. "Not nah beg, not nah friend me, just a make my way." <laughs> I'm sorry, forget them, y'all. They were already to build a concentration fucking camp. Forget them, forget them. I'm not forgiving any of these motherfuckers. I have been fighting on Facebook because I'm old like that. Oh, <laughs> for real, for real. Like a, I just, you know what I did? I put up the demographic. Did you see that that one where it said if only white men voted, yes. if only. Just, oh, I just don't think it's fair to lump people into groups. Oh, racism! It's a two way. a it's a two way street. I'm mean, a bitch. It is a one way road. Don't sit here and act like anybody's ever oppressed your ass with being white. You blonde bitch. Now.
1: I could see I could I could see where Katie's coming from because like you said, Onika, she comes from a really conservative Christian family background. If you don't know Katie Perry was a, a gospel artist or a Christian Christian artist. Yeah.
0: yeah. And she like, Miss G string
1: Christian. Probably. Yes, exactly. Um, and then her family was like, we kind of want to make money more than praise the Lord. So go over there and dye your hair, Katie, and make it pop.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> so I get I get Katie, but this is the thing, this is who I don't get. Miss Tyra Banks. Okay. Tyra Banks made a video. If you don't know who Tyra Banks is, this is Tyra Banks. I mean, we haven't seen her in a while. This, this, is, this is so crazy. This is the photos that this supermodel chooses to release of herself. She posted this photo. So already we know that her sense of self-awareness is, is shot. Um, and then she released this video, which she quickly pulled down because people came for her. Let's listen to what she had to say.
3: I think today is the day to reach toward them and say, you know what? don't necessarily agree with everything that you believe, but you're my friend, you're my family member, and I love you. And now it's time to heal.
1: Uh, um. First of all, how many how many of your black family voted for Trump? The wig, the wig yeah. is a problem. But how many of your black family members voted for Trump that that you would even feel that that you would need to make this video talking about talk to your black family for, who voted?
3: Oh mm. Mm. No. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, but uh, religious people like religious people because that right to life. So you never really know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you never really know. It's between them and God at that point. I feel like there's. I mean, it wasn't a lot of black people that voted for him, but enough for you to be like, mm, I don't think I ever need to talk to you again.
2: Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like Tyra Banks has been crazy on TV for a solid 20 years. I mean, you saw the the top model. There was like some compilation of all the wild shit she did on that show that came out recently. I was like, oh, this bitch is crazy. And then I specifically remember being a viewer of the Tyra Banks talk show. And um, I've seen her have enough kind of like short circuits on that show that I know. I'm not surprised by this. She's like dizzy. Like she's been dizzy. Like we've seen her be dizzy for 20 years on TV. And then like you have to consider this. She is hosting Dancing with the Stars. So she's probably getting all that wholesome white America TV. And wholesome white America feedback. And she forgot who was really checking for her at the beginning. And we had to remind Shorty. But like (laughs) what's wild to me is I don't, none of us, four have family members who voted for Trump. Like, my parents are African, so uh, they're the only ones here in America, and they voted for Biden. And all of my British cousins and Nigerian cousins hate Trump. So is I was going to say it must be a white thing to conceive of having family members to, like, talk to or reach out to, but I don't know what Tyra's on.
1: Well, now, Ray, I did see a video. I'm not trying to put you under the Nigerian bus, but I did see a video of Nigerians. <laughs> who are having a parade in honor of Donald Trump.
3: Yes. So, (laughs) listen. (laughs) It's the religion part. Huh? It's for the religion. Yes,
2: so like Nigeria is very hardcore. Like my family's Muslim, but there's a lot of Christians too. Like there's, it's intense. Religiosity there is intense, one. Mm -hmm. And two, my uncle who lives in London, and is like on the good side of politics, told me that when he was in Nigeria when Trump won and that Nigerians and a lot of other foreigners don't like Trump, they like that Trump is happening to America because they resent America for imperialistic behavior, interfering with their governments. And, you know, especially in the Middle East, they just laughing at us, you know? And so my uncle was just like, it's your turn. You
1: know. Oh, see that, that that gives a different perspective. Well, Dana, what do you think, Dana?
0: Well, my boyfriend's from Iran. So literally when Biden won, their currency whoop, shot up, right? Because they're trying to get because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what well, Trump stopped when Obama was in office they were actually gonna try and work out a deal because I don't know if you know this, but Iran has been under um forty years of sanctions, which has broke their economy.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: yeah, people are happy, but they're still just waiting to see, hopefully, Biden's serious.
1: Wow. See? There's so many other facts. This is what the problem is in American media. We don't know the full story. We don't know... I mean, we... If you I feel like if you are a person of color or a person who has family who is in the military, you know what America does to other countries. You have an idea, but you don't really understand the lingering resentment that affects how people think of us because like we're we're at the mercy of this bullshit, too. Mm -hmm. I mean this several times and I've had conversations with people especially on social media and they're like you Americans I was like you think Americans know what the fuck they doing in in these embargoes? we don't read the
2: fucking (laughs)
3: fine (laughs) print cocky Americans no (laughs) No.
2: I did not know how bad them drone strikes were until Twitter told me
1: yeah Yemen the strikes in Yemen and all that stuff and then The
2: the drone strikes like exponentially and I didn't know that either. They certainly didn't report that here. I only found that out because I was on Twitter again. And I listened to BBC world news podcast, but like, they are not telling us, they lie to us all the time. We're the greatest country in the world or whatever. While like Matt, people have to eat. I gum- mean, listen,
1: whenever, whenever
2: pandemic oh. food banks and shit, we not the best country in the world.
1: Yeah. Whenever they say, God bless America, you gotta be like, but but what do we do that? God need to bless us. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing out there in these streets? Cause y'all skipping over the fine print. All right, speaking of a soul who we should actually get and rally behind, we lost a, a a good one, Alex Trebek, y'all, yeah. the host of Jeopardy. He has been hosting that show for thirty seven years, not seasons. Thirty seven years. He joined in nineteen eighty eight, I believe. He lost his long battle with cancer um, and you know, he was just like, he just like, I feel like he encapsulates like the perfect game show host. Like he was smart, he was sassy, he would read you for filth. He, you know, he was always composed and like he just was, there was nothing about him that was corny. And I fi- I think I figured out why he never gave off no corny energy because in this interview that he gave with TMZ, he explained that when he first was hitting the scene People didn't know what he was. Let's listen to what he said.
5: How did you
0: get involved with the United Negro College Fund?
4: They came to me and asked if I would be willing to appear on their telephone. And I said, of course. I went to do the program and I ran into Gregory Hines, the dancer. And somebody came up to me afterwards and they said, I saw you and your brother talking a few minutes ago. Now, keep in mind, at this stage of my career, I had the afro,
3: I had the mustache, and a very dark tan. I'm out there in the uh, African American community as
4: a brother.
2: That is why we
1: fucked with Alex Shebeck, y'all. He was black fishing before black
0: fishing was a thing. <laughs> you, know what, you know what? his situation is. You remember how back in the day you used to hear Michael Bolton on the radio, and you thought he was black. So you saw that music video, and you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute." <laughs> that's hilarious! He looked like
3: Geraldo. You saw me joke. Yes. <laughs> but that was the look back then,
1: and the '80s. Every white man had a suntan. That's why. That's why he who should not be named still has that little spray-on tan because that was like a relic that from the Santa '80s.
2: Redmond. He he looked like he looked like he had a little, you know, Louisiana Creole. You know, he looked like he's talented, 10th, You know, I mean, Batman, like he down with
3: crop
1: but see, also, this also proves the point. That story with Alex Rebek proves the point that black people, we be identifying white people as black before they even say it, and they just be going along with the shit. <laughs> he, he ain't saying now one time when he was in the building for the United Negro College front telethon. Hey, y'all, I'm not black. <laughs> He's the first
0: Rachel Dolezal. No, sorry. Yeah, Rachel Dolezal,
3: Exactly.
2: He he looks like a he looks like a porn star that would be in like a movie called like Mandingo or something. You know He's what I mean?
0: Something, like, yes. Know, like he would rock. Have you, one have one you one seen Mandingo? Have, <laughs> have, have you guys watched Mandingo? No, no,
1: I know there's a movie. There's a real movie from it. like the sixties or seventies, right? It's like a black exploitation film,
0: right? No, you it's know a porn. No, 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 there's another one, the real one, Mandingo. And I'm telling you, this old white man used a little black child who's clearly a slave as a foot warmer, okay?
2: No, thank you. Oh I'm good. God. I'm completely good. I was oh, talking yeah, no, about no. porn. I, I don't,
1: a, I'd rather watch a, a porn, movie. Mandingo, than yes, a, a exactly. historically accurate uh, um, depiction I, I, yeah. of brutality.
2: race play is better <laughs> than what you were just talking about, so...
5: Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. So R, R. P um Alex Trebek, you a real one. Um, I don't know who is going to replace him. I don't feel like they make game show hosts the way they used to. Now what they do is they take like a washed up celebrity and then put them in a spot. But like I feel like we need to we need to find like a true uh game show host that nobody knows that has no like other history or failed career. So I don't know who that might be, but they out there.
3: Worked a long time through his sickness. Like, I was like, What the heck is wrong with Alex? And I'm like, He had pancreatic cancer. I said, He's still coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, we were going to work sick as shit. we be like,
1: no, I'll be all right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once, once I feel like this once I have like a standing appointment for like a medical procedure, I'm probably not going to work yeah. like that. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not filling in my, my lunch breaks with like going to the doctor for treatment. Like I'm just out. I'm out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm not working around that. That's it. That's the only thing I'm doing that day. That's it. Okay. So speaking of black folks, uh, last night on one of the country music awards show, um, this, uh, woman, um, her name is Marin Morris. Skip ahead one. Remember skip ahead. She gave this speech.
5: Love them back. Uh, and just check out their music after this. It's uh, Linda Martell, Yola, Mickey Guyton, Rissy Palmer, uh, Brittany Spencer, Brandon Giddens. There are so many amazing Black women that pioneered and continue to pioneer this genre. And I know they're going to come after me. They've come before me, but you've made this genre so so beautiful. I hope you know that we see you. Thank you for making me so inspired as a singer in this genre.
1: And so her name is Marin Morris, and she won a couple awards, and she used her one of her acceptance speeches to acknowledge the Black women in country music. And so the first woman that she named was this woman. Her name is Linda Martell. This is a photo of her in the 70s at the height of her comedy, I mean, her country music career. <laughs> and the reason why we don't know her because she left due to racism um, after having hit singles. And she was the first African-American woman to perform at the Grand Ole Opry. She received the standing ovation mm-hmm. and then she kind of faded into the sunset um, because of racism. Her record label was entitled Plantation Records. Um, she left country music and went back home and she ended up becoming a bus driver. And here is here she is now at the age of 79, I believe, Miss Linda Martell. Mm-hmm. Now, one, uh, kudos to Marin Morris for even using her space. That's when we talk about like being a true ally and like amplifying marginalized voices. She did what you should do if you want to use your voice. She used a national platform to name names. And now we are hearing talking about Linda Martella. Her voice was beautiful. I didn't want to play none of her music because I don't know like who owns the rights and all that other stuff, but check her out. And it got me thinking like if there were more Black people in country music, would y'all listen to it? I'll start with you, Onika.
3: I, you know what it is? I like country music because I like R&B and I like to be sad. Right? <laughs> I, I like country music, but I kind of like stumble upon it, but I won't like, you know, play it. But once I hear it, I do like it. It just speaks to your soul. And I, And I did not realize that Black, so many Black women were in country music. I just didn't know that. So that was dope. Yeah, that uh, that's crazy. That's it's so many. And
1: I love I love Dolly Parton. Like I loved I love Dolly Dolly Parton for who she is as a businesswoman as a songwriter. I don't necessarily listen to all Dolly Parton songs, but I respect her because she was really smart. I just watched a documentary about her. It's on Netflix, um, mm-hmm. and it's a really good documentary. And it talks about the sexism and all that stuff. And it's like she had it so hard, and she's where she is, but think about all the women white and black or other who just were never given like country music has such a problem with misogyny now that um, they are making it. So like on the country music stations, they have to play a certain percentage of women artists. Like they have to put it in writing because they overlook so many women. And so imagine women and then women of color is even, even more minuscule.
0: Dana, Dana, you like country music? You know what? I'm from Edmonton, Alberta. I know how to two step. Okay. Not by choice. I know some country music. You know what? I just like music. If it's good, I will listen to it. When you say country music and I black people, the first person that comes to my mind is Ray Charles. Do you know what I mean? This is not new. We started the shit.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Country music. Uh, Ray Charles definitely did start his, his career playing country music. And then he went to secular music and then he got famous. So I don't know. Maybe that was the journey. <laughs> but um, I don't like country music. I don't like none of it. Um, I don't like it. No. I, I mean, I like, I like like a couple of Dolly Parton songs, but I don't like that twang. Like, I don't like that, that like. Like, when they, I feel like when you said, Onika, you like sad music, like, I feel like they're focused more on being sad than, like, actually writing lyrics that make sense. Because they're like, my <laughs> dog died, my woman left me, I lost my job. Like, where's the hook, nigga? Where's the, where's the, uh-uh? like, bring me up. No. <laughs> you know, imagine if Mary J. Blige's songs were country songs, like, all of her sad ass songs. Okay. We would have killed ourselves if we had not yeah. <laughs> Mama with a banjo, nigga, I'd be dead right now.
0: <laughs> but come on, we we do have. Remember Tupac? Remember yeah. That? What was that? What was that uh, "Me Against the World"? Pain. If I die tonight, so many tears. Your mama.
1: But
4: but so many tears <laughs> yeah. had that
1: nice soft um harmonica? Yeah. that pain, yeah.
2: pain just
1: straight up pain. <laughs> right
0: there. Um yeah. I
2: I'm very yeah. shocked at you, Chloe. I'm very shocked at you. Cause <laughs> even though I find it in my heart for some country. Actually, like for my Fifth grade graduation, my father got me a Walkman, but he got it at Costco. So that meant I had to get my CDs from Costco, which made my selection very limited. And so my first three CDs to go with that Walkman was a, a Will Smith compilation album or something like that. <laughs> and, then, and then Gloria Estefan's album that came out around then, 1998 or something. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Leanne Rhymes' second album. Yeah. Um, and so I had, like, in my ear for all of that summer, Leanne Rhymes' little country, fresh little country self. She was like 17, talking about commitment mm-hmm. and whatnot. I, I felt like I had been through stuff. Yeah,
1: but that was for that was forced musical integration because <laughs> of economic circumstances. But if you was walking into J N R music world, bitch, you would not pick up no goddamn Leanne rhymes. No, I definitely
2: would have picked up Aliyah and uh Backstreet Boys or some dumb shit. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like I
1: like I like uh, that guy Chris Stapleton who sings Tennessee whiskey, but that's because he sounds like a whole black man. That's yeah. why like well, I like
3: with the Aloe Black that that's kinda of country. Yeah, yeah, country sound black. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it does. But I I'm just realized, saying like I
0: just, I just realized my first CD was a Dina Howard. Do you wanna ride? <laughs> <laughs> That's I uh
1: that might have set the tone for your love life, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> so Conzie, you might not have realized that.
2: <laughs> Wait, did you also get that at Costco or you yeah, know? Columbia
1: House. Did y'all have Columbia House? Yes, we had Columbia House in America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, or should I say, yes, we scammed Columbia House uh, in America. Oh yes, oh signed
2: up and get the first like seven CDs for free and then never paid
1: for them. Like, I want to. I want to know. I feel like I feel like a Christian. I feel like a Christian evangelical <laughs> created Columbia House. He was like on an honor system. They gonna buy this shit. <laughs>
3: Oh, no. <laughs> One penny, 12 CDs. Like, yes. <laughs> but like we all did it. So did yeah. they not
2: notice that we was all scamming that their business model didn't work? Think like it how took they a long time. Okay? I they mean
1: the black people that did it. No, I think it
2: was, I
1: don't know. Maybe it was was it just black people that did it? Because I know I <laughs> no, definitely did it.
4: did it. Everybody did
2: it. Everybody everybody did everybody.
4: it.
1: Damn, we should look out. We should do a documentary on the people that started Columbia House and see if they online at the soup kitchen right now because we bankrupt. We bankrupt. Them. Uh, speaking of music, Billboard magazine just released its new covers. It's a four-way cover announcing the new faces or the, the new energy in R&B. And here are their cover ladies. They have Tiana Taylor, Janae Eiko. Kehlani and Summer Walker and I said that in like the clockwise order and so this is interesting because R&B to me is it feels so different of course than what I grew up with R&B some of the criticism was like are these R&B singers and also there are people who have a more R&B sound but this is also Billboard magazine and so you have to understand that they're talking about the people who sell and the chart that they consider to be R&B is.
3: That (laughs) would Tiana Taylor. I
2: I, I like her. I think she's extremely talented. I want her body very bad.
1: Tiana or? or,
2: But does she sell? She does. She does.
1: does. Like her. See, the thing is, what does Mm. "sell"? What's selling mean? Like, I hate to say, like all semantics, but selling is: Do you have a chart album? Like the first. 28 hours that it drops. Like, oh, does okay. your shit pop to number one through 10 as soon as it drops?
2: This streaming stuff is streaming about is, streaming, right? It's, yeah, right. it's
1: about streaming. So, um, I do believe Tiana out of those four, I believe Tiana has the most R&B sounding voice. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like her song selection. I feel like she just really relies on 90s RB music too mm-hmm. much to just like read. Like, I feel like she just needs somebody to come and give her like an original sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I understand she. She's dealing with PTSD having been signed to Connie's album. And, and he oh fucked God. up her last album before this one that came out. Mm-hmm. Um Kehlani's dope. I mean, I had to understand how her father was African-American because she was saying nigger. And I didn't understand why she was saying nigger. <laughs> uh, but they was like, no, her dad is black. and He was in jail. I was like, okay, I guess that means she can say nigger. Um, Summer is cool. Summer's cool. She has her anxiety problems. But, you know, her music is cool. And um, Janae Iko, I never gotten, I never saw it for her. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't like fairy music. I just, (laughs) I just need bass and articulation in my songs. That's why I don't like SZA's new shit. SZA, I I don't know what SZA's doing, but her new song hit different. I don't know what she's saying. (laughs) Uh, You know,
2: it's I don't like um, R and B right now either. I was just thinking about this, the, uh, like last night, because I had a Whitney, and then Title did whatever it wanted to do after I put in a couple Whitney songs. And yes, I pay for Title. I'm not embarrassed. And so, like, they're like. It was so crazy because then you go to the radio and it's just like, like you said, fairy music, auto-tuned fairy music, and it's like I don't, I don't like lean R and B, you know what I mean? Like I don't like codenified R and B. Like I'm not into it, and I like miss voices with power, you know. And even the women who have power will sing on the high part of their voice just to go with the sound. And all the power and actual R&B music is sung by bitches like Ariana Grande. And I'm trying to understand what (laughs) happened that Ariana Grande had the best R&B album last year. What happened?
0: Dana, do you know what happened? No, I don't, but I do think when it comes to the way that people classify music, it's a way of keeping Black and brown people to the sides and out of the mainstream. Because I'm sure you remember in the 90s when hip hop was considered music over there, but now it's mainstream, you know what I mean? So I'm a little bit skeptical of these lanes they want to put us in.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do believe it is more it's becoming more and more difficult to uh c- categorize music. Uh you know, before it was just the black charts. And the reason why they stopped doing the black charts literally like the black chart is because uh, it's racist and also cuz George Michael entered the black chart and they was like, oh. "But he's not black." Yeah. And so then they were like, "Okay, well let's say R&B or soul or whatever it is cuz you can't just say black music anymore." And I do believe that even now it's like, "I don't consider The weekend to be an RB artist, but" like. Like he won an award for like best R and B artist in the the last um, MTV Music Award. So I feel like we need to probably just like I don't know. Maybe we just need to do like by beats per minute. Like maybe it's like hundred BPMs to one hundred and fifty BPMs. Like I don't know how you yeah, categorize. I
2: like oh, of some categories this year for that reason? For like they yeah R&B they sounds different from stuff. Sorry to cut you off on me. No no. Fine.
1: Yeah, they definitely did change some of the categories. Um, And we talked about that like a while ago, but it's, it's,
2: it's,
1: I don't know. It's kind of hard.
0: It's like like the Jamaican bobsledders just wanted to be at the Olympics, no matter how. (laughs) 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 Bobsled. okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they, I mean, like, I'm looking at the categories now, like, R&B is, like, best, for Grammys, it's, like, best R&B performance, best traditional R&B, it's, like, what the fuck is traditional R&B, best R&B song, best progressive R&B album, it's, like. Yes,
2: so that's them trying to acknowledge that the thing sounds very different from his parents, you know. Oh,
3: right. So they changed it all up.
2: Yeah, like progressive. What does that even sound like? Is progressive what Janae and them would be doing? The auto tune
1: music. I'm gonna see right now. Progressive is Frank Ocean, Rihanna, Pharrell, Weekend, Beyonce, mm. Lizzo. What
2: Beyonce? I, I, I,
3: I don't know this. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's so. Or is it not sad? Not sad enough. It's not <laughs> the list. It's just like. I'm not going to eat for two days, but not kill yourself. R&B, maybe that's yeah. What doing. I don't know.
1: Well, traditional R&B, traditional R&B, they consider like Gerald Levert, John Legend, Gary Clark, Robert Glasper, Leda Hathaway,
3: a Teddy Pendergrass, Hal Marvin, and the Blue Notes.
1: Yeah, that would be like traditional <laughs>
3: voices that come from yeah, down Your Your yeah. is
2: like in your belly.
3: Yeah, yeah. Your you know who I like as an R&B artist? Wale. It's something about his voice. Do you not feel... Oh, he- wait. Wally the rapper? But he's like... His, but the way his melody is, it just uh-huh. feels like R&B to me.
1: Well, I hear that. But see, that's the other thing is like, how do you how do you classify rappers from like sing-songy rappers? Like yeah. my, brother, my brother is 25 and he played an R's for me. And he was like, let me know if you like this artist. I don't remember his name, but it took me like half the song to uh, to listen to decide if I liked it or not. Cause I didn't know what he was doing. Like, it sounded like he was rapping and then singing and in poetry. Yeah. And I was like, I can't break this down.
3: Yeah. I think well, R&B artists to me. Say that again, Anika? The sing song rappers feel like R&B artists. I feel like they should just be in that, that category. I mean, most of the R&B in the nineties had a hook in it and a rap. Like a couple bars, and it. it was like the
1: same thing. now. You just reminded me, oh, yes. Onika. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When we talk about failed career attempts, yes. you can tell me I was not gonna be a hook singer. I wanted to be a hook singer yeah. for like if I never, I man, I would have cleaned up. Yeah. I mean, you remember when Kelly Price was singing All the Hooks and nobody put it in yes. the video because she was fat? Yeah. I was like, I could do
2: that
0: job. Man, <laughs> no. and Go ahead, how that reggae guy who shows up in everybody. I miss it, you know. You got that Jamaican guy in the back of the song,
1: just need that one guy, and he would just be like, Come on, love, love, give <laughs> me your <laughs> love, it, and then like skip out. Yeah, never <laughs> knew his name. He always had on sunglasses. Brooke, it don't matter if I could sing or I could sing a hook. <laughs> I could sing a hook. That's what I knew my I knew my limitation. I knew I wasn't yes. gonna sing no whole bridge, no whole verse, but I could come in here
3: doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, who can't do that? <laughs> I mean, you know, they didn't use her, they didn't use that girl of either. That doing it and doing it. The person that sang that song, she didn't do the video. I know, oh, but really? was, yeah, oh yeah, because she, she, she was a That's big girl. That's foul. That is yeah. so foul.
2: Yeah. Who's the, the men are always ugly. The men are always Besides,
3: uh Cool J, but yeah. like, the men ugly. Heavy D ain't fine. Why he get to be in the video with one eye? Like going to this. I mean, God bless.
1: No, but you know what the thing was. See, Heavy D, Heavy D was a teddy bear. He because he oh, would stay. God. Like he he Teddy B was I mean Teddy B. Uh, heavy D would do all the things that a corny nigga supposed to do to make you like him. Right. <laughs> like he was like, I'm bringing you flowers. I'm cooking you a meal. I'm sucking your toes. Like, what's up? I'm good. And then he hit and he'd be like, I'm a play. Like, nigga, you just suck the toes.
3: <laughs> Taking up three quarters of the bed. Yes. The nineties would suck because what they would do is they would have the girls um, with, bathing suits on and a dudes have on a fur coat and I'm like y'all can't be in the same place yeah. just think about this. I'm Watching, this. I'm not I do miss that. the 90s videos though <laughs> because in the videos
2: the girls was black at least you know that's right i they, have not they said, get the white girls yeah. to
3: really do it <laughs> career. <laughs> that is true they would that you guys now that now
2: that, that 90s, white women fuck yeah. rappers we not in their videos no more i was no. like watching was that was watching. mainstream
0: yeah, yeah. The
1: 90s, the 90s, the music videos got segregated again because in the 80s and it was pop, it was mad diversity. You remember everybody was wearing bright colors and white girls with, you know, crispy bangs. Like there's like a Luther Vandross video. It was like mad white people in the background. Like they did that. But in the 90s, it got super black. And I just remember watching all those those R&B videos and being like, these girls look like girls I know. Like that's what I love the most. Like they all had perms. It wasn't no lace front or it it was pulled back into a bun. Like curl bang and a high bun like yes, you couldn't tell yes, yes. <laughs> nice little nice little button down shirt with the little titty popping out just a little bit not a, not a whole cleavage but just like that's it walking mad hard walking mad hard down the street like she got a whole dick and they be like yo she looks sexy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> she's
2: walking real hard uh-huh. I I was born too late. I should have been born so I could be a teenager in the 90s or adult in the 90s. so I could have like the hard tomboy thing because tomboy oh. is not in out here in LA. Nobody wants to smash a girl with a D. Bring it back. Years. Bring it back. I gotta, I'm going to find overalls, wear one down. You know, Do I can it. get my Aaliyah on and make Do them love
0: it. Remember Dude. Queen Latifah Black Rain, R E I G N? Yeah. Yes. Mm hmm she did it
1: you do it everything everything coming back again everything coming back baby. honey do it get it get it popping you be good i believe in you uh speaking of retro this video is a throwback i have never heard of this woman before but let me tell you something She snatched all of my edges with her interviewing skills let's take a listen to this queen here roasting celebrities
5: Got to work with Burton, Richard Burton yes. Tempest. Yes, I did. And now he's dead. Mm, yes. Do you know who his dad is? His dad, if you watch Bonanza, I'm sure you watch the reruns of Bonanza. Who's the sheriff on Bonanza? Bing Russell, is he still alive? Or...
4: You've done some brilliant <laughs> pictures, you've done some stinkers. Roof. <laughs> her,
1: her name, okay, her name is, what is her name? I just lost it. Um, her last name is Powell Drake. and she is from, I believe, Minnesota, and she hosted like a CBS affiliate talk show for 25 years and interviewed everybody when they would go to like small markets. Mm-hmm. But somebody found and they chopped up a compilation of her interviews. It goes on for minutes, but she did not give a rat's ass. <laughs> and what it killed me the most is the lean-in. It's like that that endearing lean-in. It was like, is your daddy dead? Like I was like. <laughs> That was
4: good.
1: Uh, You need to bring back blunt questions again.
2: If you watch further into the video, she tells uh Tim Curry to his face. (laughs) She goes, She goes, he looks like a little demon, doesn't he?
0: (laughs) Like, wow. Like a part of me wondering, like,
1: what if she was on the spectrum and like nobody knew that she was on the spectrum? Like, I hate to say it like that, but like. (laughs) Certain, certain people they just don't they just don't get it like they don't pick up her name is Lita Lita Powell Drake. She mm. interviewed countless celebrities. And I the funny part, if you Google Lita L E T A, L E T A Powell Drake, if you Google it, you'll see this video. Is that you see the moment the celebrity is like, what the fuck am I doing here right now?
4: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> like she'll ask a question and they're just like,
0: yeah. Who let this happen?
1: See, now this is why you have publicists who sit in on the interviews and be like, hey, 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 don't ask that question.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. She was probably in the off market, right? Where was she? Where was she? Yes, she was, um, where was she at? She was in Nebraska. Yeah, that's
3: why, you know, they're like, no, your publicists ain't going with you to Nebraska. They'd be like, well, you just go. <laughs> See you when you get back also you just your publicist
2: also probably doesn't expect the host to be an insane person <laughs> she's
1: crazy. she was crazy and she hosted that show for many years she's still alive she's 82 years old and she was not with the shits okay
3: yeah, that was enjoyable
1: it was refreshing you know it's refreshing it's like now i have to like in order for me to see people get read like that i have to watch like clips of like the bbc news because they've been reading us fulfilled dana you went out there isn't it refreshing to see i mean these these reporters have been like no that's not what i asked you answer the question
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah they're ruthless over here don't play with the british media like and don't talk you you do some crazy things like this girl paid her parking bill late everybody she lives like any when you see what they put on the news here all you have to have is like the most minor infraction of anything this company ripped her off on her phone bill. You see that all in the newspaper. Yeah, you don't get over
1: shit here. Yeah. Wow.
0: Nothing. That's Nothing. refreshing.
3: Well, that's not in America.
0: That's <laughs> definitely not in America.
1: In America, we focus on the same three stories, and they'll try and make that shit local news, even though it's national news. Yep. And you be like, nobody want to hear about that. We want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Here in this city I don't watch the local news anymore I have a 90 year old grandmother and she tells me the news And it's the funniest thing because when I go see her She just drops into stories like I'm supposed to know You see what happened with that lady right mm, A boyfriend he did it I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and, and then my mother has to come in a room And be like she's talking about the news the On the news this woman got Beaten up by her boyfriend
0: and they just found, I'm like
1: I'm supposed to pick that up In a conversation So that's my local news my 90 year old grandmother
0: if you say some racist shit on the train, trust and believe on your flight, you will be on breakfast television for the next week. Oh,
5: yeah.
0: Oh, Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had this one guy who says, you ugly black meat to this woman on the plane. Oh, Lord. Yeah. They had him sitting down on Good Morning Britain. Yeah. They don't play. They don't play here. Did he give
1: a fake apology or did they like what? He had to.
0: He had to. He's on national television. They're like, you're caught. Oh my God. The best was this one guy. He's like, yeah, you're my pets talking to this group of three black guys. Right. And they were just sitting there. And then right before they stopped, they just, one guy stepped, and the other one just bam, punched (laughs) him out on the ground. Yeah. And that was news. That was, that was news. Wait,
1: so when they do the news story of the black person punching a racist white person in the face, whose side do they take on the news?
0: Well, I mean, the news. The funny thing is, the whole world took these kids sides. Do you know what I mean? Even on the train, the people are like, "Good for you! Good for you! Healthy, You know what <laughs> I mean? the man's just on the floor, like, I just love, I just love the Annie Leibovitz of it all. You know, so much just watching this shit go down, like,
4: <laughs> you
1: Oh yeah. See here in America, that black kid would have punched the white guy, and then they would have come to the white guy's rescue, being like, "He's yeah. had enough. He's had yeah. enough."
0: And you be like, "No, he's still breathing. He can get one more." Oh <laughs> no, no. They they were like, the kids got away with it and everything. The man had to make a big apology. Oh wow. His whole neighborhood snitched on him. He was like, "Oh yeah, he got kicked out of the local bar in our in our neighborhood." Oh yes. Like, oh. Consequences oh.
2: for racism. Yes. This that's time, crazy because they definitely right. would have had that man on the news. He would have been like, "I'm, I was angry," and they took it out of context. And I'm getting death threats, and that's
3: as bad as the yeah. racism I performed.
2: And Thank,
3: yeah. no. Thank God for social media because that's the only thing that's calling people on the carpet. So Listen,
1: yeah. in the in America, I don't. I believe it was California, but recently a woman. Um, a, ma- a man was on like the PTA board or like the school board and he had to resign because his wife tweeted out some racist shit about Kamala Harris. And then when they got in touch with her, she was like, I just started taking this new medication. And so it made me tweet uh-huh. racist things. There's no uh-huh. accountability you for know, white people. In my favorite
0: thing to do is I love to go on YouTube and watch people fight on the Met MTA. Have you ever looked that up? Yeah. The fight Train fights? Yes. It's, I'm like, popcorn time, girl. I love, it. <laughs> I love it. I love New York. I love how people just tell you, you know what, Miss, fuck you. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Love I'm it. like, yeah, yes. Everybody here is just like, i solemn. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I want to hear what your thoughts are about this next story because somebody needs to get cussed out. Um mm-hmm. ever since Kamala had No, ever since black people have been dying, uh someone has made it a point to incorporate that recently deceased black celebrity into pop culture art.
4: Oh my God. But
1: also <laughs> it goes both ways. If you die or if you become the first black woman vice president, you will be immortalized in some <laughs> tacky ass art. Let's take a look at these fucking foolish pieces of work right here. First up, Kamala is sitting at a cards table with Sojourner Truth, the fake Harriet Tubman, not even a real Harriet Tubman. They <laughs> use Cynthia Arrivo oh from the Harriet movie, <laughs> Shirley Chisholm, and over yonder, above them, looking down at this spades game, is Tony Morrison and Maya Angelou.
3: And please get into Kamala's backwards Kango cap. Wait a minute, so Jonah Wait, Tony Morrison is dead. Yeah, she yes, yes, yeah. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, what happened? Okay, <clears throat> but also, aren't
2: what's crazy is like Maya Angelou and Toni Morrison are more recently dead than the three women sitting at the table. So why is Kamala playing space with them, but not with the other two ladies? Kamala's not even dead. You know why?
0: What do you we know, we know why?
3: Okay,
0: both, both Maya and Tony will beat all their asses at the game. You know it's true. Just over here. Was Yo. spades
2: even invented when Harriet Tubman was alive?
0: I
1: don't
3: know, <laughs> no, but I spades like we figured
1: it out. They, I, they I, never, I heard invented it. Say, say, slaves were definitely not playing spades for <laughs> for the record. <laughs> they they were not Get cards. Like,
2: they, it wasn't invented.
1: I'm mad. I don't believe a so black person. I work. don't believe a black person made this piece of work because they picked the wrong Cynthia Arivo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> they, they the picked way. Cynthia Arivo over. <laughs> I hate it here. I Brooke, I agree with you. I hate it here. But there's so much more. There's so much more tacky-ass black pop culture art that's out here. This next one is was seen on a t-shirt, y'all. A t-shirt. They are selling this. It's called oh. Girls Trip. It is... Coretta Scott King <laughs> dri- driving the car. Kamala is next to her. And in the backseat is Aretha Franklin, Michelle Obama, the oh, real Harriet Tubman, and Rosa Parks. They put Rosa Parks in the, the backseat,
3: back y'all. They put her in the backseat. Why is Michelle oh, yeah. in the middle? Okay. Poor Harriet Tubman. Look how they got Harriet Tubman looking. What what Aretha got to do with all of them? Yeah. First of <laughs> When are we get my 20 dollars with Harriet on it, okay? Sorry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. first point. of all, there's
1: no way on this here earth that Aretha Franklin would be sitting in the back of this car if this was a real no. car,
3: right?
1: Aretha's not in the back. She'd be like, baby, Kamala, you young, you 55, <laughs> going to sit in the <laughs> back, baby.
3: Well, she be we driving, Kamala will be the driver, and the rest of them will be like in a zine or something. What are we talking about? Like, make it make sense.
1: They put Rosa Parks in the back seat, y'all. Well, where they
3: going? A girl's trip to where? <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna ask us To freedom about? is a trip to freedom? Okay,
2: that's why Harry is there, you know. Nikki told us.
1: Listen, this this pop culture art. I don't know. Do they do it with white people? Because they be doing it with black people and they be looking bad. Don't let nobody die. Let's look at the you know, next who are one.
2: White people's, who are white people's like heroes? Like, you know, we have Elvis. white people, like mm-hmm. the black that we always see mm-hmm. prayer hands near their names or whatever. Do white people have people like that? You know, it's like mm-hmm. 2 mm-hmm. Five, 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 Well, well
1: MLK. um Somebody wanted to include diversity in this here memorabilia piece of artwork. They got Alex <laughs> Trebek hosting the Heaven version of Jeopardy with Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Chadwick Boseman. Oh, There's go God. your diversity what
3: is Ruth doing? doing? What do they have to do with each other? What do they have to do with each other? Maybe they're just on the same line, like they, you know, because heaven probably really crowded now. <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is if you have any question about whether or not people of color fuck with Alex Trebek or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> this is your answer because they have been a- immortalized in Negro art. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and what I mean. does Ruth have anything to do with fucking Chadwick
3: Boseman? you that Ruth in like a in, in a wheelchair? Why she's she so little? Like
1: <laughs> I don't know.
3: Oh, she Not, was really
2: really tiny in real little life.
1: Tiny.
3: She's really tiny. Life. That, At least next she, to Kobe, she would be. tiny. it looks retar- like why Okay, no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to do Ruth Bader- Bader I
1: don't her. know what Kobe got to do with getting Bader- it. First of all, let's go back to that picture real quickly because I will say that I will say that Ruth Beta is probably winning. Like I don't know what the yeah, number is, but I feel like she definitely got the most money out of these three contestants. No shade to Kobe or Chadwick Boseman, but Ruth is winning that game.
2: Right? Yes, but she's definitely in between two fine ass dudes, and she's winning for that reason as well.
1: <laughs> in heaven, <laughs> yeah. where where they don't have um. Lumen, yeah, I'm sure they don't have STDs or <laughs> vaginal dryness in heaven. So exactly. she really feels do.
3: <laughs>
1: like doesn't exist in heaven. Um, and this last piece of artwork it's not even artwork, they didn't even give a damn to try and make it look nice. They just wanted us <laughs> to get all riled up and they asked what is the name of this mountain. And this is the picture. Uh it is Michelle Obama with her with her tracks, with her inches, <laughs> Kamala. Stacey Abrams and Maxine Waters. Now, at least all the women in this photo are alive, but I don't know what we call in this mountain. And they're
3: government kind of, well, legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Michelle, Uh, I love Michelle, but she doesn't
2: fit. She's not a politician.
1: What are you calling this? If you was going to a picnic at this mountain, what would be the name of this mountain? Like, hey, I'm finna go to
2: Black Lady Mountain. I don't know. <laughs> the nigga
3: Mountain. The
2: Negress <laughs> Mountain.
3: Edge control. Uh, I, edge control. Edge control. <laughs> I would just call it
1: Edge Control. Um, now there is there is actually a Negro Mountain. I don't know if you noticed. There is a Negro Mountain in America. It exists. Um, and they, you know, recently took the name down because it's Negro Mountain. But there's I've seen it with my own eyes. There's a Negro Mountain somewhere in America. Um which has a fable story as to why it's called Negro Mountain, but I feel like it's just where the Negroes went to hide when they was running to freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I would call that mountain. And I'm pretty sure that these women don't want to be on a mountain. You know why? Because it will be defaced.
3: Ooh. How so f- they shoot up? They can't shoot up the nose. So what would they do?
1: Yeah, they would first. Well, they would chop them nose right on off, just like uh, what's his name, Napoleon in Egypt with the Sphinx. Them, them mm-hmm. noses is coming off.
3: But if you look at this photo, right? If you look at this mountain, black women have really nice cheekbones.
1: They do. Yes, we do.
3: Like yes, yeah, like I'm like yes, yeah, but okay. Yeah. Also, I'm I not would be ridiculous, but.
1: Also, I would hope that they wouldn't disrespect uh Stacey Abrams by putting Kamala's hair in front of her right eye because that would be a fight. <laughs> that would Why be a fight. Are
2: you on Photoshop, you supposed to believe in a dream, okay?
1: You gotta, you can't have two long-haired women next to each other on a mountain. That hair is gonna That's just true. mess up. You gotta have them on it. They gotta be bookends. You gotta have I just them. I
3: want know what they. in the middle. Like, she's, in the middle but she's
1: reclaimed her time. Like she, I, I would be pissed. I don't. I mean. Yeah,
2: seniority. Like, if I was the vice president, the first black and female vice president, I'm gonna have to be above a first lady. I'm sorry, like it Mm. it can't be Michelle first and then Kamala second. She outranks her by a lot.
1: Well, he hasn't
3: competed yet, guys. So we just gotta keep on. Oh, she
1: gotta get prayed in.
3: (laughs) Um, I will
1: say this: I probably would. I for this mountain, I probably would not have. Michelle, no, uh uh-uh. uh, I would not have, for this mountain. Damn,
3: and where's Keisha Lance? Bob?
1: She don't, she don't, she don't deserve it. <laughs> she don't need to be on it. <laughs> Keisha, don't need, I'm sorry, I, I know Shade Keisha, but Keisha don't need to be on his mountain. Anybody that sit up there with Killer Mike and Ti and let them have yes. a, a chunk of time during your pandemic, COVID, uh, uh yes. civil unrest uh, press conference. She don't need to be
2: out new words on us. Shut the fuck up.
1: You don't need to be be on no parts of that damn mountain. Uh All right.
2: Um, and also I don't want
1: to make this bad art thing just about race because in other parts of the country, people are messing up artwork as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Italy, Italy is known for imposter art restorers, Who say that they can do a job, take your money and you don't realize until after the fact that they cannot do the job. Somebody has recently done such said thing by saying that they can recreate this stone face and this is how they left it. Bring it up, Tim.
3: Oh, Oh, they don't even look like silly
1: party. On the left, it was an angelic woman's face that need to be just redefined a little bit more after hundreds of years of wear and tear. And on the right, they just gave her a city, silly putty face. This looks like just two indents for eyes and a mouth. Oh,
3: I thought that this wow. was two separate things. This is, this is the after for the- Yes, this right. is I the before- that. And, and, after. and the after you gotta beat their ass i don't even fight i can't
2: fight never been in a fight but if i've given you money and you return with this we gotta fight i gotta beat your ass i gotta beat it, you. just Are to you clarify was, remix. this
1: yeah, is spain the, this is not italian this is not italy this is spain sorry this is
3: spain th- this is like when the girls get their um their butts done, and they just go to the wrong place. And you know, just laughing, because you know, I'd be like, what the hell happened? And everybody ignores it. Like, God. <laughs> you know, when the girls get that button, you know? yeah. Yeah. butt Yeah, yeah, left cheek look like
2: it's holding on. I'm sorry, okay. Did you just say this statue got a K. Michelle booty face? <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs>
1: All right. We talked about art. We talked about politics. We cannot conclude this evening without talking about food. And I have two very um, interesting entrees into tonight's edition of What the Fuck Food Edition. Number one, this story came out today, but it actually took place this summer. Three men were arrested and banned from the park after it was found that they were trying to fry chicken in a gaze in a geyser. I made the old art for this this is not the real art fry for this boil. but you'll you'll get it um, you get the idea um, they, they were found by park rangers with three chickens and a burlap sack sitting in the hot ass geyser trying to fry up the chicken in the geyser
3: but they were white right please yeah um, I mean I, I think they
1: were white I think they were white because first of all you can't fry chicken in no hot water so that was already
2: <laughs> Did you mean boil? Maybe they weren't trying to fry it. Maybe they were trying to poach the chicken. You know. And
1: I, first of all, you know yeah. how
2: many,
1: you know how much mineral and sediment yeah. is in that water. what are you what are you trying to eat?
4: Yeah,
1: your teeth would fall out your mouth if you try to eat a, a nicely charcoaled, sulfur <laughs> chicken. From a geyser,
2: but also you know they white because they did it this summer and all the rest of us was protesting. They went to the fucking, <laughs> they
3: went to the fucking park and tried to steam chicken. <laughs> what now, white people were protesting too this summer?
1: yeah i think i think they were high like i feel like that's one of the things you do when you were high like you probably went there with everything to cook it and you was like this charcoal is taking too long let's just dip it in the geyser so somebody was like yeah let's dip it in the geyser oh my
2: god that's
1: high, that's high thoughts
2: i agree all right this- like arrested why would you be arrested is there like a, i'm sure you can't cross a certain line or put whatever
1: well, they were banned. They've been banned for two years from Yellowstone National Park after they were caught cooking a chicken. And- only
2: two years. I tried to fry chicken in a national treasure, and I'm only banned for two years. Two years. That's privilege. That's the privilege. Being white must be amazing, honestly.
1: It really must be amazing. Um, but you know, black folks, they be we be doing too much too. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to attribute this next food story to a black person, but I kind of feel like it may be. I black. Like, I don't know the backstory. All I saw was a photo, and I said we gotta talk about this tonight. Um, how much? Don't bring it up yet, Tim. How much would you have to be paid, ladies, in order to eat chitlins? What is your price in order to eat chitlins? Hundred dollars?
3: Two hundred dollars? You have to pay me to eat them because I like chitlins. <laughs> Oh, Onika, you like chitlins? I'm <laughs> know, oh, Carolina, goddammit. Don't judge me. Okay, well, somebody got fancy
1: with the chitterlings, and we and they are now trying to see if people want to eat mm. chitlin egg rolls. Bring up the photo, Tim. Onika, mm. you eating that? No, mm. no. Why? Because mm. it looks dry, not because of yeah. chitlins. Because it's dry. <laughs> Wait, Sadi, have you are you covering are you yes. covering up the camera because you don't want to see chitali? Yeah, the picture is stressing
2: me out. The picture is stressing me out. Okay, forget. You know, okay. It's stressing me out. Uh no. Nah, well, you know, my family is Muslim and uh, you know, we often we're not supposed to eat pork. And, you know, whenever people be eating bacon or ham or whatever, I'd be like, Ugh, sucks that I can't eat pork. But now that I've seen this, I'm perfectly fine with well,
1: it. Well, no, 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 no. First of all, I don't want you to think that chitlings are a prime <laughs> example of the the beauty that pork can bring no, to your I've life. I've had
2: bacon, you know, <laughs> or whatever, but I've never had meat. And if that's what y'all's
3: meat looks like, y'all can keep <laughs> <laughs> that. What if you want, chitlins? See, I I see. Okay, no,
1: okay, Anika, I going to give you the floor because I don't want you to feel like we bachelor chitterlings. so
3: I, 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 I would never like tell the truth about that any other time. But hey, you know, oh, it is what it is. So, like, how do you, how do you like, how do you like your ch- your chitterlings prepared, Anika? Clean it right. It's kind of like it's kind of like a stew, so it's soupy a little bit. Why the hell am I the only person on this campus? <laughs> because I want you to talk about. I want you to talk about chitterlings. Why does it's like with kale greens and like Okay. Never mind Don't freeze up on us now. Oh, you do to freeze up like it's like a it's kind of soupy in a way. So you have to have it with like a gravy. Oh, gravy oh, oh also oh, it's so, so. And potato salad so the great
1: so the gravy and the potato salad and the collard greens and the hot sauce help you eat chitterlings. Is that like no, if you don't
3: No, it's like a whole it's kind of like a delicacy. You know like people like eating things.
1: Listen, what? I have been I've been around chit- I've been <laughs> around chitterlings. I've never eaten chitterlings, but I've been around them.
3: Your mother eating chitlins?
1: Before? No, my mother does not eat chitlins. My, I just have two aunts. You know, it's so funny. Like in a black family, like not everybody will eat it, but it'll be like some people that have found their way to chitlins and they just be the ones that fuck with chitlins and nobody else fuck with chitlins. Yeah, it's at I least... Not anybody, not
3: anybody. I can't, I wouldn't eat just anybody's, but if I was down South and my aunt made it,
1: I would. Eat. All right, Hola, you got some chitling supporters. Uh, Eagle said, I cooked them fried hard with a little bit of vegetable oil. Mm.
3: See? See? See
1: gravy, take away the I, Dookie smell. Somebody said.
3: I'm, I feel so a Dookie No, no.
1: Wait, okay, Dana, you have a different experience. Dana, you are you are a black woman from Canada. But
0: Jamaican background on my father's side, so I don't know what a chitlin is. I don't know what a collard green is, and I don't know what a grit is.
1: Okay, well let it, let me break it down um, real I told
0: you for you quick. I could line dance. I told Jamaicans you I don't dance. have collards. I feel like Jamaican... for... Well, I mean collards.
1: Kollaloo. I mean, collard greens are just like green. It's just like a regular green that was out there growing. I've and definitely
2: people... gotten collard greens from the Jamaican restaurant. No, you got collaloo. Collaloo. Not
1: collard. It depends. If they was like American West Indian, maybe they have collard greens. But also West Indians make baked cheese and macaroni instead of like macaroni pie instead of macaroni and cheese. And that yeah. should look there should be dry. Dry with peas
3: in it. Dry. Peas? Where you getting in with me? We put sweet peas in their macaroni and cheese What their people. Yes, they do. That's a nerdy That's bastardization. Bastard. Not, That's not how it is. I'm the host in there from down south. We have five different cheeses in there.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but but what he- about that? But the Caribbean, whenever I go to a Caribbean place, a, a restaurant, and they have like a you know store, you get food to go, and they have like the macro... I, I in my black ass mind, I'll be like, I know it ain't gonna taste the way I want it to taste, so let me not even be. I'm not even tempting myself.
3: Macro but you got it.
2: But you go in expecting hard macaroni pie, you know what I mean? Like, I never go to a Jamaican restaurant and think I'm going to get, you know, auntie's mac and cheese. I think I'm going to get Patras just,
1: mac and cheese. I just, it just, I feel like it shouldn't be hard. I feel like it just should not be hard. It sh- it don't have no moisture to it. Yeah.
3: It's a dairy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. it's it, it like Yeah, Your yeah,
1: mac- yeah
2: shouldn't feel like a brownie, I suppose. Yeah, if
1: you could cut if you could cut a chunk of mac and cheese and then fold it up in saran wrap and put it in my bag. I don't want it. I don't want it. All right. Our last of uh, our last story of the evening is a surprise. Tim is surprising us with the video. I, now I've seen this video on social media, but I purposely didn't watch it because I am so on edge when it comes to videos that I never know what it's going to be like. I don't know if it's going to be like wild racist or like a hate crime or like a joke joke. And so I just saw a black man and a white man and news. And I was like, I, I don't want to see this because I don't know how it's going to end. So Tim is going to surprise me with this video. Tim, let's roll it.
0: Has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour, how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time, it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir?
4: Oh shit! Oh, fuck. What? Okay. Uh, I, think <laughs> lost, I think we lost. Think we lost Ken
3: job. for a second. <laughs> your job. <laughs> Ooh, uh... um i love
1: how i love how this yeah i love how this trusted newscaster just lied to our face talking about oh i think we just lost him no nigga he cussed and you pulled the
2: feed (laughs) 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 the zoomification of tv
1: Listen, I don't understand why we are upset about cursing. I feel like we we have been through a lot in this country. We and and in Britain, Dana, right? They cuss on television. They have nudity on TV. They have like simulated they drink
0: alcohol. Yes, city, everything,
1: everything. And y'all not out there killing each other and getting pregnant and having teenage babies.
0: You're not allowed to have guns. But yes, they are having babies, teenagers. That's a lie. Technology oh it's
1: high, yeah, yeah. Mm, but you know what? They have universal health care, so it's not like they're gonna throw it in a dump study, it's gonna go to the fucking hospital and have a baby. That's true. <laughs> just think about it. If you had if you had universal health coverage in America, you mm-hmm. would not be having no bathroom stall babies no more. Mm-hmm. They just roll up in like
0: I can't believe how much tax you all pay and you still don't have health care. Even when I get paid my residuals, you know how much tax I pay to America per month and you don't you don't have health care? Shocking to me.
1: Yeah, it is shocking. It but is we shocking. also make um egg rolls out of chitlins here. So I feel like that's I mean, what we I mean, have I mean, to we deal we
3: with. <laughs> we did, well, somebody was high when they when they made that. So it's, it's, it's,
0: you guys how you. know how to stuff a turkey leg with macaroni and cheese. I don't know how you
1: do this. I don't know how they do it either. They don't do it everywhere. I don't want Dana. Don't be walking around (laughs) saying that Americans just be stuff. That's
3: That's
1: a regional thing. That's like a, that's like a Texas, like South somewhere thing. That's not like, that's not a Brooklyn America. I haven't had a stuffed turkey leg. I've seen it. There's a place in Texas called Turkey Lake Hut. And I feel like the name is self-explanatory. And I will be going there at some point if I ever get to Texas. Me too.
4: Me
3: too. <laughs> what are they stuffing them with?
1: Everything, girl. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Everything.
3: Jalapenos, cheese. That sounds good to me. Sorry. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> you know, we got nothing
2: here. Put oil inside a bird. I am lo- going to eat it, you know.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty intense. Like they really they really be going hard. And I don't blame them though, but I mean I also don't know if I could eat this like on a regular basis. Hold on, I'm pulling it up the picture right now so we can get into it. And also get us ready for uh Thanksgiving because you know.
2: Oh shit. Yes, yeah, that's true.
1: This is a stuffed <laughs> turkey leg. Mm. I think the one on the right is the macaroni macaroni and cheese. And I believe the one on the left is like a crab. um, It's like a crab thing.
2: Houston, we have a problem. I'm cool. I like my turkey legs unstuffed, I think.
3: No, try it. You never know. I'm a very picky eater and that looks mushy to me. I don't like mush. But the turkey leg is going to be a little dry, you know? So it's going to be like a dry and then the mush together. It's kind of like a combination. It's not dry.
0: Look at all those
1: juices. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, any place you go where they serve you on a tray, that shit is banging. Okay? You know that's good. You know that's good. You ain't got no plate, no knife, no nothing. They give you a whole tray. Those are trays the lunch lady used to make your fucking hot uh, tater tots with. That's yeah. a big ass metal, heavy ass tray.
3: That macaroni and cheese one looks good. It does
1: look it good. Does. All right, I gotta stop looking at this now. All right, <laughs> enough of that. Um <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us this evening. You are all amazing. Um, I hope you enjoy the holidays as they come up and, and make sure you stay safe and your family stay safe and all of that sweet jazz. Um, I'm going to go around real quickly and you can let people know where they can follow you and support you and check out your stuff. Uh, Dana, I'll start with you. And thank you so for being up with us so late. You're over there in London, Zone 5, but you were rocking with us in the wee hours in the morning. So where can people follow you and support you, Dana.
0: I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Comedian Dana. Don't go on my Facebook. It's just a fight.
3: <laughs> okay, Onika, where can people follow you at? Instagram, Onika Comedy, Twitter, Onika Comedy, and um, that's it. There you go. And Ray Sani, where are you
1: going to be cussing people out next?
3: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Ray Sani. And
2: you can find me on Instagram at raffizzle87. Don't make fun of me. I made it up in high school.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds like my first uh, email account was my first email account. I made in in high school was black NP, black Nubian princess. 98 98 cuz I see I graduate high school at hotmail.com baby Wait
2: why why is it that all of the aim and shit email names was was about your complexion because mine was slim yellow diva You <laughs> you I
0: use big black, bad mamma and I even tattooed bad mamma on my arm.
1: What? You wait, your your handle was big black, bad mamma jamma. You added a black to the mamma jamma like we didn't know.
0: Yes.
1: yes. Then yes. Ain't nobody heard Mama Jamma and thought, is she Asian?
2: They know she black.
0: <laughs> oh, trust me! I never know. Everybody forgot the black part, but they never they they, they never forget the big part it's the it's the
1: ego it was like it was like your presence was big right Zana no I was
0: fat I was straight up fat can you see how half the tattoos hanging off the back of my arm <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh it used to be a tight big mama it used to be a big it used to be a tight tattoo
0: oh, oh, yes, yes.
1: and it shrank all right so now you're just a mamma jammer. You're not big no more. I got you, girl.
0: I'm a bad mamma jamma.
1: Bad mamma jammer, not big. There you go. Oh my gosh. You ladies are so funny. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening. So fun. I enjoy each and every one of you. Hopefully I'll have you back on the new year. Um, yes. so thank you for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank See you. Guys.
3: you, thank,
1: you. Oh thank you. Thank you all to, to our amazing guests this evening. Um, thank you to Tim for holding the show down. Um, once again, you know what time it is. It is time for you to like, share, and subscribe and donate if you have it in your heart. We are accepting donations. Um, it is the end of the year. So whatever you can give, we appreciate it. Um, and I know I've been saying this for a while, but truthfully, honestly, I mean this. Um, I'm taking a break for the month of December. Tim will be uh, hopefully coming on. Tim, come on up here, Tim. Are you coming up? Are you doing shows in my absence? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I love how you hit us with a different cam- camera angle tonight. What's that about?
5: Oh, because this big-ass screen, uh, uh, you know, uh, the camera would oh, be, like, looking down on me. So I um, changed okay. it. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so, Tim, are you going to act like you know what you're doing? Tim, are you going to be um, doing a show in my absence? Yes. Okay, fine. So we don't going to talk I about
5: don't. it. I don't tell you everything, and you know I just do shit. I know, I know, I know. That's how I might might say I'm not doing the show, and then it just be a show.
1: Okay, fine. Well, Tim will be replacing uh, this program during the month of December. I don't know what days he's doing it. But he will be coming on Thursdays. In my absence, I'm taking the entire month of December off. I have a lot of great things happening in December. I will be bringing you up to speed. But this is very important, Tim. And yes. I want you to also convey this. I am starting a new YouTube channel. If you didn't hear last week, then you can go listen to the episode and I'll explain why. But I'm not going to rehash it. But I'm starting a new YouTube channel. I if want you go to, to tell you my-
5: story. Chloe says that I fucked up her YouTube channel because I told her to do something that YouTube didn't like which is a fabrication of the truth, but she did that shit and she fucked her channel up. So she needs to make a new channel so yes. that she can stream and get some fucking, uh, super chats and all that other good shit that comes with a, a channel that doesn't have the, uh, scourge of, uh, shame on it. So, yes.
1: That's the truth that, that, that definitely happened. So, um, please, ladies and gentlemen, be on the lookout for the new channel. What I'm, I haven't named it yet because you have to get, uh, you, it's, you, I can't name it, but what I'm going to do is if you go to my Instagram page, I'm going to have it as a swipe up. So you can swipe up and then you can just follow the page and then whatever I name it is, whatever I name it, but it'll be a direct link. So you have to worry about it. Also, Tim, I have good news. My book is now a semi-finalist in the Goodreads, book of the year for best humor book. So like last week, I told you how to go vote. Thank you for people who have voted. I appreciate you. And so you can go vote again and it will be there in the caption of the show description. So if you go to goodreads.com choice awards, you can vote for my book for best humor book, semi-finalists of 2020. Tim, do you have anything you want to tell to these amazing people?
5: Um, I need to figure out where I'm going to eat. Um, Thanksgiving because um, my mother told me, keep your ass up in Plague Land. So, um,
1: oh, wow. So, so any anybody in the tri tri-state, yeah.
5: tri-state area? Uh, uh, I, I, I might need to have you just uh, swing by and just throw food out the window.
1: You want me to bring you a plate? I, I can bring you a plate. I can do that. It might be there on Friday. Do you want it Thursday <laughs> night or you want it Friday?
5: I'll get it when I get it.
1: I'll, I'll make you a plate. I'll tell, I, I, you know, I don't cook for Thanksgiving, but I will tell, um, I will tell my folks to set you a, a plate aside.
5: Ooh, okay. That's good.
1: Good. Thank you. Right, thank you to all the folks who telling me that they voted again to help me get to the next round of this, uh, reader's choice awards on Goodreads. Um, we will be doing a show next week. Next week is my my last show. I'm not doing th- I'm not doing Thanksgiving. So next week is my last show. Also, Tim, did you know that this is our fiftieth episode since we started this show?
5: Yeah, I saw it on the folder. It said uh, show give
1: or It might be I might be off by one, but I feel yeah. like this is like episode fifty. So um, we made it to fifty episodes, y'all. That's incredible. The little show that could. We have so much in store for 2021. So that's why I'm taking off December so we can grow, rebuild, and make things look nice and snazzy. I'm so excited. But we'll be back next week. Um, And I think I'm going to do like a viewer, like audience favorite. So if you are watching the show, you can leave it in the comments or you can also just hit me in the DM and let me know who were your favorite people who were on the roast panels. And so drop some names and we'll try and get those people to come on and be our like, you know, um, all-star roast the panel panelists. So let us know some names and I'll reach out to those folks in a timely fashion and not do it the day of, like I've been doing the last couple of weeks and we will have it programmed and ready and with everything to let you guys know who the panels are going to be next week. So Tim, anything else you want to say?
5: I'm just happy to be here. Oh God!
1: All right. Okay. Thank you, Tim. Thanks. I'm glad you're happy to be here. (laughs) I'll see you uh, in a second. Bye, Tim. Um, And to all of you folks who are hanging out with us, I appreciate you every single week. I know I say the same thing, but I truly mean it. I know there's so many other things that you can be doing. So I'm glad that you can have this evening to have fun and laugh with me and Kiki and meet new comedians you may not know. Thank you for voting for my book. And I will see you next week for my last episode of Chloe Across America for the year 2020. 20. That's right. Next week is my last episode until the new year. So be there, tell your friends and let's make it a great show. Have a good night, everybody. See you next week.